1: Good morning, Bucknutters. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning 5 here on Monday, May 17th, 2021. I am Dave Biddle. I am joined by the Dean of Ohio State Football Recruiting, Bill Kurlich. Bill, I'm going to ask you some questions that you've probably answered many times recently and over the last uh, few months. Maybe last few years with some of these guys, but uh, let's start with Pele Nateote, the linebacker transfer from USC. What is the latest with him? Do you think he'll be a Buckeye?
0: Well, you mentioned Dave maybe the last few years, and Pele does indeed take me back a few years. Um, it's kind of hard to believe that it was three, four, four years ago that uh, we we were covering him for Ohio State, and in five years even, because you know Ohio State was recruiting him pretty early on. They absolutely, as just about everybody did, loved Pele and. Um, you know, at one point he was the number one, and he may have finished that way, I don't remember for sure, but he was the number one linebacker in the entire country uh, when he was in high school. So he, he was certainly a big big time kid. Um, you know, the the latest is uh that I state and he uh, there's mutual interest there. You know, I, I've mentioned that I, I've been close to uh crystal balling him to Ohio State, but haven't done that yet. Um Kind of remain close still, but, you know, I, I, I think right now uh, Pele, you know, is very interested, and I've thought it for some time, even before um, the, the linebacker, Henry Toa Toa, was, was considering Ohio State so highly, and Ohio State was so interested in him. Um, you know, I thought that Pele really had a strong interest in Ohio State, and I still think he does. Um, whether everything falls into place or not, you know, that remains to be seen.
1: Another guy you've been asked a lot about, JTT. What's the latest with JTT? Is it basically Ohio State and Alabama? Is uh, some of the uh, Pac-12 schools in the mix? What's the latest with JTT?
0: Well, I I still think that uh, that he will make an official visit to Ohio State. Everything I've been told is that he is going to make uh, an official visit to Ohio State. I expect him to make one to Alabama. And from there, you know, I don't know that uh, I'm not as confident in saying he's going to make one to the other schools that are still on his list. Uh, I just think that the likelihood of him making one to Ohio State and one to Alabama it remains high. And I expect that to happen. And I expect him to uh, end up uh, waiting to make his decision until he Uh, makes those visits you know he said all along he's gone through the process that he's once you know adamant about taking visits to schools and I don't blame him and if you're Ohio State you know certainly want that to happen because he's never been to Ohio State yet so um, those visits have not yet been scheduled I, you know obviously uh, he's going to need to get those done soon scheduling them and, and I think that'll happen
1: I want to ask you about a young man that you recently crystal balled to the Buckeyes wide receiver, Caleb Brown, man, the beat goes on for Brian Hartland. Every time I look up, it's like he's landing a quality receiver, four-star receiver, Caleb Brown from Chicago, five foot 11, 177 pounds. So a diminutive wide receiver, imagine a, a slot receiver. What, uh, what do the listeners need to know about Caleb Brown other than the fact that you've crystal balled him to Ohio state?
0: Well, if you look at things and, and you know, this Dave, as well as anybody, Ohio state, um, you know, has lost some wide receivers. Uh, Jamison Williams, obviously transferring to Alabama, Um, you know, before that Mookie Cooper Um, and there's a need there. I mean, you look at the roster right now and they have enough right wide receivers, so to speak for the season. Um, You know, they have on scholarship, they have 10 wide receivers um, currently and the normal number is 11 or 12 so they have enough it's just you know they're not necessarily right where they need to be uh and then you look farther down project farther down and the 2022 class needs to be at least three wide receivers strong because you know everybody uh you know that's that's really thought much about this is Figuring that uh, Alave and Garrett Wilson won't be at Ohio State next year. They're going to be playing in the NFL after this coming season. Um, You know, you look at uh, uh, Jalen Harris is going into his senior season. So if none of those three guys are back, they're down to seven uh, scholarship wide receivers. Uh, They have a couple already coming in. Those being uh, Caleb Burton, the five-star out of Texas, as well as Keon Grays. And I think both of those are – great, great prospects, uh, but that would only take them to nine, providing everyone else comes back. So, uh, you know, getting uh, the, the other guys to, for the 2022 class, it's, it's pretty imperative that they get to um, uh, at least three wide receivers in the class. Uh, if they get Caleb Brown, that would take them to 10, again, providing everybody comes back, and, and then you go from there um, uh, late last night I put a story on about C.J. Williams uh, he has canceled his visit to Ohio State for the weekend of uh, June 11th not because he has no interest in Ohio State because he went out for track late and he'll be in the state track meet that weekend so uh, he is expecting at this point to schedule that again to reschedule that uh, for some time in September but we'll see um, And with Caleb Brown I felt all along that the three big schools with him were Ohio State, Michigan, and Notre Dame. I felt that for a, for a long time. I don't see him going to Notre Dame anymore. And right now, I just think that he prefers Ohio State over Michigan.
1: I mean, I know I'm a little biased here, but it'd be hard for me to imagine a young man unless he grew up a Michigan fan. This is a young man from Chicago. It's not too far away. Unless you grew up a Michigan fan. It's gonna be hard pressed to find a young man that's going to go to Michigan over Ohio State right now, especially a wide receiver. That's just me. Not that I'm biased at all, Dean. Not that I'm biased at all. I also want to ask you about 2022 prospect defensive tackle Curtis Neal, six foot one, 290 pounds, out of North Carolina, a four-star. They don't have any defensive lineman yet in their 2022 class. Are you feeling pretty good that Curtis Neal is going to be a Buckeye?
0: Well, he's another guy that I've mentioned that I've been close to crystal balling Ohio state, not quite there yet. I think, um, as things stand right now that Curtis uh, prefers Ohio state, that's my feeling. Um, yeah, I think he's going to end up at one of two schools. I think, uh, they're, they're both in the big 10. I think he's going to end up at Ohio state or Wisconsin. Again, that's my feeling right now. Um, Curtis is scheduled to make an official visit to Ohio state, um, in June. And, you know, uh, I think if Ohio State goes all in and really pushes to get a commitment, I think he will commit um, either on the visit or shortly after the visit. Uh, so we'll, we'll see how that goes. Right now, High State doesn't have, as you know, Dave, a commitment from a defensive lineman. Um, but the good news is they are in on so many great ones, both at defensive end and to a little lesser extent defensive tackle, I guess, but they are in on some great defensive tackles too. Uh, Caden Curry, who I like a lot from Indiana, um, he can play end or tackle. And I think right now, uh, well, it's hard to say because he's going to wait things out. He's going to take official visits and he's not planning to do that until the fall. Uh, but I think, um, right now, high state is in a pretty good position with him. Uh, again, with Curtis Neal, I think if he were to choose right now and, um, uh, that Ohio State is the place he would prefer to be. And if Ohio State you know, really gets makes that push for him, I, I like Ohio State's chances.
1: What about offensive line? They've got one offensive lineman in this class. They've got 12 prospects total, one offensive lineman. How many offensive linemen do they want to take, especially after only landing three last year?
0: I think they need to get at least four. I can definitely see them going to five. Um, as you mentioned, they have one. Tegar Shabola is committed to Ohio State. Um, again, they have, uh, you know, announced, you know, a really talented group of, of offensive linemen that are going to make official visits to June. The thing though, that I think is a little bit different, um, from, from the defensive line is that the, the chances with some of the defensive linemen of lane and those really top guys, I think are a little bit better than a high stage chances. On the offensive line. That's not to say that they're not going to get any of them. I just think right now that there are uh, some defensive linemen at the top of the list or maybe have Ohio State a little bit higher on their list than than a few of the offensive linemen. And, and I think a, an interesting thing to watch that, um, uh, will happen in early June. They have Emil Wagner making an official visit, the, uh, the young man from Huber Heights, Wayne. Uh, he's making an official visit the weekend of June 4th, and, and I've crystal balled him to Ohio State. I like how I chances, obviously, there. Um, that would give them two. What I think is the interesting thing is that on June 8th, Ryan Bear from East Lake North, a huge offensive lineman, he goes about six foot seven and about 315, 320 pounds. He's going to not camp at Ohio State, uh, but he's going to work out at Ohio State um, in front of some of the high state coaches. Now, I think how that workout goes will be very interesting. I think he could literally. Earn a scholarship offer from Ohio State at that point, and, and perhaps become a Buckeye. Right now, he has four official visits scheduled, uh, so he has one more official visit, obviously, that he can schedule. And depending on how that that uh, workout goes, um, you know, again, I could see him ending up at Ohio State, depending on how that week workout goes. So, you know, we'll kind of see how everything goes uh, for that weekend when he when he's here in Columbus.
1: Last thing on the show this morning, I can't imagine what Mark Pantone is going to feel like uh, next month. He's got to be feeling great. He's going to be like an uncaged animal, finally going to get kids on campus. Um, Oh, who let the dogs out? Who let uh, the dogs out?
0: Hey,
1: we're used to it. Uh, You know, it feels like this is old time when I used to do shows with Dwayne, when, uh, when Dwayne's dogs would be barking all the time. The last thing here, June is going to be huge. Just put it in a nutshell for the listeners out there. Um, just, you know, what to expect in June. You don't need to go through every kid, obviously, but just put it in a nutshell. Just how big of a month June is going to be for the Buckeyes and recruiting.
0: Well, uh, one thing our listeners should know after this is I am a dog lover, but um... <laughs> that's a good thing. Yes, that's a good thing. Uh, Working on my uh, fourth golden retriever in particular, obviously golden retrievers, but uh, uh, we digress slightly. Um, You know, June, and I I guess I think this is number 35, year number 35 for me doing this. And it's going to be the biggest, uh, most interesting, and probably the Busiest June uh, you know I've ever experienced. I, <laughs> it's going to be incredible. You know, you look at at the database on Bucknuts and you see the list of players making official visits to Ohio State. Also on our front row message board, I posted um, a premium list of all the prospects either making that we know of right now making a visits. I should say not. I should say unofficial visits to Ohio State. Uh, for June most of the unofficial visits obviously are kids from the class of 2023 because most of the official most of the 22 kids are making official visits but you know you combine the official visits from the 2022 class all the unofficial visits from the 2023 class plus all the camps the six one-day camps and it, it's going to be incredible I mean I uh, uh, one recruiter told me uh, that he wouldn't, wouldn't uh, w- would think that there's going to be a number of schools that during the month of June are going to get 12 to 15 new commitments during the month of June. Wow. Now, the class of 2022, that's not going to happen for Ohio State because they're already at 12 commitments. But if you also factor in uh, kids that are making unofficial visits or camping at Ohio State, from the class of 2023. And I think Ohio State could be in that number too if you factor in both classes, 22 and 23.
1: Oh, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be exciting. The month of June on the recruiting front. You might not get any sleep, my friend, um, but uh, it's going to be an exciting month. Great stuff from the Dean of Ohio State Football Recruiting, Bill Curlick. Great stuff from his dog as well. What's the dog's name, Bill?
0: (laughs) The dog is named Brantley. He is a six-year-old almost, to be six in June, Golden Retriever. And, Dave, I know you are a big baseball fan, as I am. Our allegiances are a little different, I believe, as as I'm an Indians guy and you're a Reds guy, but that's okay. Uh, And Brantley was named my my, uh, youngest daughter uh, that is a big baseball, softball fan. Uh, She named him at the time after none other than...
1: Michael Brantley. Brantley
0: yep that
1: that's the one i was hoping it was going to be jeff brantley from the reds years ago. (laughs) that that wouldn't have made much sense Uh, so yeah michael brantley makes a lot more sense for your family all right great stuff from the dean great stuff from brantley and thank you to all listeners out there for tuning into the show we appreciate that very much hope everyone has a great day let's hear that buckeye swag best in band in the (laughs) land